Just like the song says, everybody's talking about him. He is the real deal. Yep. First and, and foremost, well, we haven't talked about it yeah, yet. Yeah, thank goodness the, we need him. The news with Spencer Lee. I'm sure everybody that's listening to this already knows, but Spencer Lee has decided to forgo the rest of the season and get surgery. And Yeah, he was trying to do it basically on his own rehab and, and working with, and, you know, he he's been dealing with one knee for a while then two and then felt like he had a good understanding of what to do how to how to make it work and yeah i mean we talked about it after national duels that he looked like an old man out there just rigid and didn't look happy didn't look yeah like he was in feeling good at all everything hurt it looked like Mm -hmm. and sure shit we don't see him again yep yep Luckily, Not, we, and it wasn't surprising when the news came out. I wasn't shocked by it. After I would have been, had we not seen him wrestle in Destin, I would have. The only thing I was shocked by is I thought he underwent a surgery, a scope, whatever. Maybe not a full repair. Like I thought he did something, but well, evidently I, I he, did he didn't. Because with his first ACL tear, he talked about how he had surgery and he bounced back from it, and his yeah. knee felt good, and he was ready to go. And then he said, I think he got the same procedure done to his other knee. And he, and he, pro- and he, said, it, he said it didn't bounce back the way it did last time. Well, and a lot of times when you do one of those surgeries, it's like the other one, you're like, you're compensating for a little bit. And then when you have both done, like, that's why they say, like, if you get a hip, hip surgery or whatever, you, you want to do one, figure it out, and then do the other. You don't want to ever do twice. And actually, now he's going to do both knees at once, which, I mean, hopefully... He comes back just fine, but usually you need one to rely on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just assuming rehab doesn't get him there by next year, can you opt out a season and then come back? I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just just saying, like, he doesn't have to just compete next year, does he? I think he does. He does? Yeah, with NCAA rules. He has – you only have a certain – well, it used to be you just have five years to complete four years – of eligibility, not counting a red shirt. Yeah, and, and throw a COVID and then a COVID it. year in there. So now you still have five years plus the COVID year, six years total. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it is. We'll start talking about Drake here in a little bit too. Once we start talking about the actual duels, but um, 
it is kind of nice to know with how much next year is going to be a rebuilding year to have a guy like Spencer Lee still at the heart of our team. Well, and you know, so Drake Iowa, first off, he's he's fit in the part. He sure he's lost the uh, McKee a few times, but he he should beat him. Uh, the Minnesota duel. He basically got caught um, at a restart basically still hands on his knees and then double-legged virtually, if I remember right, um, and taken down when he was winning. So, and backs. Um, And so, yeah, he should have won that match. So, if you put that win in there... Oh, he's... He'd be a top four kid. Yeah, easy. Yeah. And that's that's what's so freaking... That's what was so exciting about it because, you know, you get that... You get that news that Spencer Lee's opting out for the season. It hurts. The first thing I'm thinking is like that. Is there goes the national championship. Yeah, that's a crazy amount of points to make up for. And I mean, if you're just comparing, you know, we've seen Yabara. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Yabara. We see. We saw him wrestle a bunch, and he wasn't fitting the bill. He wasn't big enough, and and I just assumed like he was our. He was the next guy in, you know, and. I didn't realize that we had somebody even, you know, deeper in the lineup that uh, that, and, that can compete at that high of a level. And we will see these next few recruits coming up here next year and the year after. All Iowa guys, which is real nice. Like, we're loaded with Iowa guys. We're Dude. not having to rely on all these Penn State guys and out-of-staters. Out yeah, all Penn State guys. Just, well, Pennsylvania I, State. Yeah, of I Pennsylvania. see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but because we talked about that at uh, yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, that, that was super annoying. That seems to be a thing that Penn State fans talk about. The, that's all they talk about. Yeah, the only that's reason true. why we win is we got Pennsylvania guys on the team. Yep, yep. And then they forget to they forget to remember how they stole Andrew Long after getting kicked out of Iowa State yep. to win a national title. St- idiots. But then, um, and then it, it will pay dev- dividends later too. Having Ayala out there this year, because next year we'll have Spencer back. Then we can split them up. One goes thirty-three. One goes twenty-five. When Desanto's gone, yeah. And um, which we got to mention, Desanto's not in the lineup are, right now. And are are we ranked number two, Bruno? Maybe you can't in duels. Are are, yes. are we in? Because there's multiple polls. Are we number two in all polls? In all polls, we are ranked number two. Okay. And see, Which they, is horseshit. Yeah. They, they were super reactionary to Spencer Lee. They love they, they putting even, Penn State in one they, right away. They didn't even Any look, chance. They didn't even give us a chance to see what Fuck else you, we, Flo. we put out at 125. Fuck it's you. It's not just Flo, though. Yeah, they started. It's inter- though. They started. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they really. They're the suck. number one. On Iowa. They're the number one source. They're supposed to be like the most knowledgeable. They're douchers. They're just homers. Penn State homers. <sighs> Fuck you, Flo. <laughs> um, yeah. So what else? What else happened? Um, so DeSanto's out for the time being. Then uh, he wrestled. He wrestled the Minnesota duel, and it was. Uh, he got that early takedown, and then it was really close. Yeah, he kind of coasted it out. He won, uh, which is not normal. Not normal for DeSanto. He literally coasted that out the last. Yeah, I don't. That whole duel was kind of a fuckery. Like everybody kind of coasted. Yeah, and uh, and 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 Brands even mentioned afterwards, mentioning that. 
he was going to do something about it. And sure as shit, he did the next duel. But so DeSanto, we don't know exactly why he's saying out. We've heard a lot of rumors. That it's a f- between injury or no, that's Ironman. Oh, but between like issues in the room, between um, you know. <laughs> Well, that's number one. <laughs> but uh, that's hard to tell because we always know there, there is always going to be those there with the, the Santo. Yeah. I mean, you, I can't imagine those think, weren't there earlier. You think if there's like kind of a, like almost like a mental breakdown going on with him that it's it could be due to not having Spencer Lee in the lineup that, and in the room? Well, that could be a thing where he thinks he's now in charge of the room. The mentality of the room when Spencer's not there, maybe, maybe he's now the next guy to step up as far as the mm-hmm. in his mind, the guy to step up and 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 motivate and get people on the right page and and maybe even do things his way now. Yeah, you know that could be a um, underlying thing mentally with him. But first off, there's plenty of leaders in that room, plenty. You know, Kemmer wasn't around though too. Um, Marinelli's a soft-spoken guy. He's yeah. not. He's more lead well, by and, his. And supposedly, when Kimmer went out there, it, he hadn't. Even, he hasn't even been in the wrestling room for like a month. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, DeSanto is out right now. We he will be back. I just feel like some things have to be settled amongst him and the teammates and the coaching. Yeah, and. Um, then 41, Ironman. Yeah, Ironman sat out a little bit here. But he has a finger issue from what I hear. Uh, I also heard he had the COVID, which is not surprising since it's been going around. Nelson um, had COVID and then also his um, elbow surgery that most are aware of. And, um, and uh, of course, he rooms with Seabrick. So... <laughs> That's another thing. That's why we haven't seen him as well fill in. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, there, that, that, the holes. But you know what? If you ask me, though, I think uh, moving on uh, to Ironman, I feel like Ironman needed a little break, anyways, too. He was cutting matches close for almost no reason, yeah. in my mind. Well, everyone knows now because he's always trying to give that leg. Yep. And, and people know better. Like, he, he, he <laughs> you watch that for three years straight of, of him just setting guys up. Oh, I, I've seen it many a times. Like, there's these guys that they get, and, and everybody gets it. You get a real confident scenario in your head of something. And especially if it is something like you're giving up a leg or giving up an arm or giving up their back even. We saw it with a high school wrestler, Joe D, always going to his back because he felt so confident he can roll through somebody and stuff yeah and that's does not make it a good idea ever yep and and that's what ironman was getting in the habit of i agree he needs to take a step back and realize what he's there for and what his end goal was to be a national champ and the last thing you want to do is make stupid decisions on the way 
And I feel like Marinelli was in that same boat. I feel like Marinelli was almost to the point, and we all, anybody that's been good in like high school or anything like this, th- there's also that point where, okay, I just need to win. You get your one, two points. But that's not your style. Your style is to beat the shit out of people, you know, maybe. With Marinelli, his style is to go, go, go hard. If you get behind, guess what? Your style still brings you back. Yep. If if you if you start doing this whole, I'm going to win by a takedown at the end and be lazy in a match, and then you get caught at the end, guess what? It doesn't work. Yeah, then. and that's the thing. Marinelli he used to break people, mm-hmm. and you just don't really see it this year. Well, we have here in the last couple duels. <coughs> He's been back on the right track. But I, I feel like there's almost been this complacency issue where people I mean it's a good team a lot of good individuals and that there might be too much confidence there yeah I and it, it's and I think brands are starting to see it the brands boy and they're they're trying to make corrections as they go I I think the coaching is doing great trying to trying to <laughs> catch this. But it's so hard then to to break people of that mentality. Like it, when it's a mentality issue, which I was known for a mentality of sorts to begin with. But it's it's a fine line because then, like like we liked Ironman back when he first came. Obviously, he's great at what he does. But that doesn't mean what he does is a hundred percent right and. You know, there's changes that need to be made versus just letting them keep continue doing it. Yeah, yeah. Get put like Ironman. Find another tool for your toolbox. Ironman instead of just using relying on the same one. Ironman ten years ago would not have been a recruit for Iowa. Like we've been, Iowa has been known to turn down like people like um, uh, Funky, Mister Funky, Ben Askrens. They've been known to turn down those people because of that style. Mark Hall. Mark Hall. Did Mark Hall want to come to Iowa? Yeah. yeah. He wanted to be a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. So brands never offered him. And 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 there's there's a lot of those that like we turn down a mentality like that, and but then now that we have them, we don't. It's almost like it's a fine line. There's a reason why we turned them down back in the day. Now we we need them, <laughs> you know. So, um, the only one to me—I shouldn't say the only one—that's a—that's a, a grasp. But Mirren still fit in the bill, though. That motherfucker. I. He is a true Iowa type wrestler that grinds it out and wins those matches time in, people, time out. Hits people in the face with his face. He's using his face <laughs> as a weapon. He, I love it. That's his own words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's. Very impressive right now. Uh, no one, even even though Caleb Young's had some ugly matches, he's last he's, couple he's this, came this on strong. Yeah, this weekend he's Friday and Saturday. He's looked awesome. Yeah. Um. Did, did he? He lost to Brayton Lee. That was a tough match, though. Yeah. He. he that he, one was another one though. In that Minnesota duel, he just at the very end just caught flat foot and yep. got taken down. Yep. That was Minnesota duel overall was pretty upsetting, but um, and then and Caleb hasn't lost since then. I don't think has he? No. no. And then um, 
we talked about the bowl. The bowl, uh, yeah, Minnesota, he looked pretty pretty lazy. Pretty wasn't getting after it. Yeah. But then he comes back with, uh, was that the Purdue one? Yeah, so we didn't. So just because we're kind of bouncing around, we beat Minnesota by 22 to 10 team score. Yeah. Um, well, I was just going through the lineup. Yeah. No. Talking no. about people. No, that's cool. So, so yeah, so Caleb Young, he lost that close one, 4-3, to three, and then since then, um, won, won uh, the, uh, against Cooper Noshear of Purdue, won 12-4 major, and then decision and tech fall today. That looked good today. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen. I mean, he, has, he didn't wrestle like, anybody tough. Sure, but, but you... That's he what, needs that confidence, so like he feels like that he was it, he needed a good bounce back. It's building because I would even say that loss to Brayton Lee, like it was. I know it's a loss, and like I think he even did he was he like two and one against him last year, and then lost in the finals, or not in the finals, but at nationals, I believe. I mean, yeah, they've gone back and forth, but I I, I still think like. I don't think that loss made made him take a step back. No, I think he had it won. In, all, in everybody's mind, he he won that match. He just fucking had a mental break. Right. Yep. Um, okay, and then on to Marinelli. Marinelli. Yeah, he yes. got forfeit last week. Forfeit against Northwestern. Yeah. That close six to five. Or not match. last week, but or yeah. Friday. And then, and then, but yeah, he he came back strong with a Wait, well, tech fall on well against Purdue. Yeah, he won by tech, and then Northwestern forfeit, and then today um, four to one. But it was it was decent, fairly dominant. Yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, he's he's one that kind of. I mean, we all know. He's he's liable to maybe it's a peaking issue, you know, where he hasn't really peaked at nationals like we and wanted the last two years. I would say I would and I would say it's safe to say that if there's one one area where brands have struggled, it's getting his guys. You know, like we just don't typically peak at nationals. Not that we haven't, but typically, even when we win national championships, we're underwhelmed with the results. You know what I mean? Like last year. Last year, it was what was it in when Metcalf's junior year? What year was that? Oh God, yeah, I don't know. But you you remember we won the national title without having a national champion? Yeah. And it didn't feel like we were national champions, and that was the kind of the similar feeling that I had last year too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's. There's, I feel like Brands has always kind of not been able to get his guys to all peak at the right time. The way like, the way like, when one thing Kale, one thing that Kale has figured out, like, when we, when you get to the national tournament, those guys are ready to go. They're all right, that that's enough. Uh, fucking talking up Kale Sanderson, <laughs> you douche. Well, it's, it's true, man. No, here's what's true. Here's here's the thing. That's true. Tom and Terry is are here's what they 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 just go balls to wall all the time. Okay, they're not they're not used to coaching as far as they're they're used to what works for them 
and they're trying to implement it, yeah. right? And Dan Gable was the same fucking way. He was. And I here's the thing. Not everybody's cut, especially this day and age, not everybody's cut out for that shit. Yep. Nobody, there's, a, we lose a lot of recruits just because people know that. They know going in there, if I'm going to go wrestle for Tom and Terry, it's going to be a son of a bitch. I'm going to have to work my ass off. I'm going to have to kill myself day in, day out. Everything's breathe, sleep, eat, wrestling. And by God, we lose a lot of people because of that. In the last, like, five years, I would say they've made a great change of trying to make things more fun, try to make it not so intimidating. I agree with that. And, and... It's they are doing a great job as far as like learning how to develop as a coach. Still, I it's crazy to say that even this late, this this far on, but they're only getting better. And to say that Kale fucking peaks, fuck him. He has had he has had the most talent you can get in this whole nation for a solid six years. And if you ask me, he has not done that great with it. He can suck a fucking dick. Yeah, tell us how you really I, feel. How how do you argue this? I'm not. I'm not. That's that. I, we. I, I'm saying like he stole two recruiting classes from Iowa State, a top ten team, and then goes to Penn State. We've talked about this many times, and he brings in Pennsylvania kids that like when they were starving for a good um, college anywhere in the area for quite a while. I mean, the the we we all agree the talent. I mean, they have how many fucking population wise in pennsylvania compared to like iowa and and it's crazy that it took them this long you know i'm talking about like like last year for example or mm-hmm. even or, sure or, or even vincenzo you sure. know like we well, they also are getting re- like fucking transfers up the yeah, wazoo. Yeah. They're kind that, of they're and that they're changing that, the game. That once again goes back to these fifth year guys or whatever that like seriously are tired of where they're at just because everybody gets tired like of where they're at. Yeah, they're just well, that's a whole other thing. That's his family, but the the whole the whole thing is is they're like okay, where where can I go that it seems like it'll be fun, easy, and I'm just going to wrestle my thing and do my own thing, and I don't have to... Like, if they went to Iowa, guess what? They're going to be pushed. No, What fifth-year fucking senior that's been doing this for four years or whatever already is going to go and transfer to Iowa to get their face beat in? Because, and not to mention, not to mention, um, you know... I mean, that's how we got Ironman. To a point, yeah. But, but doing it... Doing it... Doing oh, it yeah. in the middle of the season, though, like that, I I'm I totally love the transfer portal. I like that it kids don't lose a year of eligibility, but at the same time, like it's being abused right now, and it's at at least that's how I feel. I I don't think, especially yeah, with with Kale is literally recruiting guys further further open mid-season. holes. Like they just got a twenty five pounder. Yeah, you know, and that's because they have a guy that's not very good there. Guess what? Iowa has a loyalty to who they have in their lineup. One hundred percent. Like Iowa was not looking 
for somebody that sure we don't want to use uh drake ayala's red shirt we're, we're going to go look for a guy that's wanting yeah. one and done they're not going to do that Brands because is, this is they have a loyalty to who they have already yeah. and who they have a mentality that they've been coaching with them throughout the whole year they're not they're, just going to pull it in the middle of the fucking season yep. because spencer lee's hurt and they're recruiting their guys and they're they they're focused on their future on they're future guys, and they're focused on the guys that are in the room now. Well, well, you know, Kale's Kale's sitting at like, what what do we need to do to ensure that we're going to be a national champion, national championship team? And he's, I I don't want to call it dirty, but it's it's feels it feels wrong. It's like Duke. It's like is it Duke or the one and done teams? Yeah, they're just uh that's all they they, they go there just for that that one season. Guess what? Iowa and, and, and Iowa's always been known for this. I don't know a single fucking and there isn't. I mean anybody can chime in with something, I guess, but there is there is no other school like Iowa in any other sport that will bring in a caliber like a you know I, and not just wrestling, football even. A bunch of, and I hate to say, like nobody's as far as the recruiting process goes, and make something of them. There's a reason why you can be a two-star, maybe even a walk-on at Iowa football and still be, go to the NFL. Yeah. There's a reason why you can be a one-time state champ or whatever and walk on to Iowa wrestling and be a national champ. You can't do that at like I name I don't know many uh, I you know I don't know Penn State but I don't know any there what Sure, Okie State's up there but not no fucking Penn State yeah. fuck Kale fuck that guy I agree with you I I love saying fuck Kale but yeah and 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 you know what. And that's why I, this uh, Drake Ayala, uh, even Aaron Costello came out with a thing saying, you know, like Aaron Costello, he probably could go to a lot of D1 schools, yeah, get a scholarship, yeah. and do just fine. Maybe even the national qualifier it's, plus, maybe. You know, like, yeah. but, but he will not do it. He even just did a thing like two days ago, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Southern Scuffle, he said it. He's like, this is my spot. Fuck everybody. Yeah. It's not about it's not about where he's finishing at the end of the season. It's about wanting to become the best wrestler that he can become, and he knows that he's even though he might not ever see the lineup, he knows he's becoming the best wrestler of himself. You know what's funny though? Here in Iowa, everybody still knows him. If you were in Penn State and you were some backup to fucking who knows what dumb shit over there, nobody's ever known. Yeah, him. there there is something like. If you look at our guys, and I, you know, I've heard stories of Tom and Terry can almost play mind games sometimes with their guys. It's, it's always for a reason, even if they don't understand it at the time. They're doing it for a reason. Even but if there is, Tom and Terry don't understand, there is a crazy, <laughs> <laughs> there is a crazy amount of loyalty to. Like, look at all the. We've had some talented guys that we see wrestle in opens that never have had an opportunity. Moody, to line up. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. and and these are guys they're not leaving. Yep. No, I know. It, what, what's that Matthews guy? Cole Matthews. Cole Matthews, man, that's like the, the he will never see the lineup, but by God, he's the world's greatest teammate. Yeah, he's he's fun to watch on the sidelines. If you guys ever get a chance, just just watch uh, for in the the stands for the guy that's rooting the most. Yeah, 
and has the biggest smile on his face. Oh, yeah. He's on blast. Even Warner's that way, which is crazy. I think he has more energy on the fucking <laughs> sideline than he does <laughs> in his matches. <laughs> Just thinking that when you said that. <laughs> oh, Charles Matthews? California kid. Yeah, but man, like, in, I guarantee that's a kid. Like you said, he could go to some small 100%. conference and start and and probably make it be a national qualifier. But he's not going to. He's Dude, gonna. That's just like heavyweight. What was it? We had we had like a three All Americans within three years, different names. You know, we had like Ryan Fuller, Telford, and um, Erickson. Um, well, Dan Erickson was before that, but. Um, Oh, god damn it. He's going to hate me if he listens to this. Oh, got, uh, no, the one we partied with. Uh, shit. Oh, he's a big, phone ten, number. big Ten champ. Yeah. Um, god damn it. Why are we farting on this? <laughs> I know. I feel bad right now. <gasps> oh, I'm yeah. He won it as a junior. I want to say like. Started his senior year because of Telford. Blake. Blake. Uh, raising. Blake Raising. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was a stud, too. Yeah. All of them. Of fucking hosses, you know? Yep. And, like, where else do you see that? <laughs> Nowhere. That's where. Nowhere. Um, who were we even talking about? We kind of went off on, like, five different... Fuck kale is what we went <laughs> off on. I know that. Uh, oh, the return of Michael Kimmerer. Kimmerer! Oh, man. So it, there's a story here. Go ahead. What? So the story is, Swafford was all ready for this duel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'll let you tell it. Yeah, and Swafford was all ready for his, this duel, and I think I don't know if it was his brother or cousin. Somebody wrestles at Co. And so the dad came and was ready to watch both his, I think both sons, brother and. But anyways, watch both of them wrestle. Okay, um, Swafford's uh, dad and. Um, and anyways, a buddy of ours, Kyle Meinhart, well, met him at uh, breakfast, and uh, they were all just kind of peeved off, you know, because Kemmer got the start. And, like, everybody was ready to watch Swafford finally wrestle at Carver, his yeah. first home duel. Probably it would have been a... Probably called and told his dad, yeah. like, hey, I'm wrestling. <laughs> this is my time to shine, you know, like, which is great. Like, I mean, can you imagine? Just coming from little Minneapolis, Iowa, you were a two-time runner-up, lost to some guy that, you know, you you had good battles with, and then you had to go JUCO for two years and kind of make a name for yourself in order to find and be where you wanted to be, you know. And granted, he still might be in a good position, so Swafford, don't ever fucking, you know, back down from this. So that sucks. But and what what it is is basically, Brand says. I, I was just waiting for somebody to step up. And the story is, Kemmerer has was not there for five weeks straight. Yeah. You know, he was rehabbing his shoulder and um, labrum. And um, basically, um, as, as, as soon as we realized we needed somebody to step up, um, he told Brands, I'm ready. And that was that. You know, he and once again that goes to a loyalty thing, though. Yeah, like this is a guy that he's. This has been his spot. It will be his spot until otherwise. He's done everything to yeah. earn this spot. Yeah, and sure as shit, he comes out there with half an arm. Yeah, and he dominates. Well, it, yeah, he had that that Bailey O'Reilly, and you could tell. Like I, I was, I wasn't like, 
I wouldn't say I was concerned, but there's definitely like he can't extend he that cannot. arm whatsoever. And so he wins a nine to two de- decision, but you're but you're watching it and you're like, oh man, this might this might slow him down. But since that, it was like he just shook off some rust because he's back to looking like. Other than not being able to extend that arm very far, he looks like regular Kimmer. He's well, dominating wait, on top. Which, which match? Which match are you talking about? The, Minis- the Minnesota match was uh, that was his first. Was that back. his first one? Yeah, against that ba- uh, Bailey O'Reilly. Is no, there, he, No. Yeah. Was that his first one back? Yeah, it was Minnesota last Friday. Okay. Um. Because <laughs> what was the match before that? He didn't wrestle. So this was his first match. Back. Oh, per, that, so that was Purdue Minnesota. was afterwards. So, yeah. And then per, per, <laughs> so Purdue, he tore the kid apart. Yeah. Purdue, what was that? he wrestled um, Garrett Nietzsche Hulis. He won 17 to 1. The kid's 21st. So uh, by ranking, better than the first kid he wrestled. Well, and I believe that's the kid that upset the Nebraska kid, right? Who? L- Labriola. Oh, it was a Purdue kid for some. N- Ninja Hunis? Nini Hunis, the kid no, that yeah, that's him. Yeah, Garrett. Yeah, yeah he and he upset Labriola was sure. ranked uh, in, in like third in overtime or something like that. <laughs> so he just tore that motherfucker up, and this is a kid that really, honestly, probably should be a top five ranked kid. Yeah, by by the the real story of it, you know. So um, as much as I feel bad for. Uh, Swafford and uh, you know that um, Kimmer is back and looks good, and then and then it scares me though. It's pretty clear he can't reach that arm out. Yeah. He even he even keeps it in tight. I mean, but you know they always say that you should keep shit in tight defense wise and stuff. And so he's wrestling a little different style than what he really wants to. You know. Like, he normally shoots in long shots and hangs on and pulls it in, which is the same thing that Corey Clark and McDonough did, and weird, they have the same fucking terrors, you know? Yep. So, there, there's something to be said there, but... Uh, yeah, since then, he has one by Tech, pin, and then, was it pin today, or the Tech? It was a pin today. Pin, yep. Man, yeah, he's, he's on a tear. Yep. And and obviously he he just knows what he can and cannot do with that. He hasn't wrestled like <clears throat> the big big names yet, but he's looking good. Yeah. Hopefully it that thing's still getting stronger. It's not being wore out within these matches. But yeah. I feel like he wouldn't be continuing. He wouldn't have gone four duels in a row if it's if he's done anything to tweak it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. he's going to be cautious. So yeah. if he has a match and it's it's sore, I think. They easily would sit him, but I think he's he's wrestling his style right within his means. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then next we got Abasad. Yes. So his first match, because Minnesota was that his first match? Did he? No. No, he wrestled Destin, didn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah he went undefeated. No. Or no, no, no. He lost one too. Carolina to the North Carolina State kid, but since then hasn't lost again, and uh, uh, he hasn't beaten anybody too notable. Um, I don't think he's, he's that, that Max Lyon was number was twenty third in the nation, and then today he had um, he had Brognell, which was you know he's eighteen and, and Brognell's nineteen. 
But he's 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 dominated the matches. He yeah. he's been in control of both of those. And that kid has a lot of upside. We always knew from all last year. You know, like he has he has potential to be really good. So um, hopefully he keeps building his confidence and and making those strides. Um, it will be really interesting. Um, yeah, really interesting down the stretch. If, if we can get everybody back and healthy the way they are right now because everybody's kind of fulfilling what we need, you know? Yep. Then 97, we got uh, Jacob Warner. Jacob Warner. Still, he, he's looking yeah. a lot more consistent. Yeah. Uh, Keen just had to do 20 push-ups because of uh, his lack of uh, confidence. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. <coughs> Um, so what have his results been then? Um, he, he, he beat Fay, or is it Foy? He beat Foy 6'4", number 30, 30th in the country from Minnesota. Um, and then he wrestled number 15, Thomas Pinola. Thomas Pinola. Why do I know that? Does he have a brother that wrestles? Mm, What's the Illinois co- coach's name? Uh, Parola. Parola, okay. No, so, it's, it's, no, it's Maneo. Maneo. Whatever. Monero. Monero. Something like that. And then he's at number 28, Andrew Davison. And then today, um, number 29, Matt. So he's wrestled. Everybody's the last four duels, they're all solid kids. Yeah, they're nobody's none, special. Nobody's special, but he's won, he's won all those matches pretty dominantly. Yeah. And and you know, dominantly for him, you know, like the five, five, four, five point wins. Yep. But you know, that's still a plus. He's riding really good. Yep. He's Everybody th- today, Iowa rode the living shit out of Illinois. We look tough on top today. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, heavyweight Cassiope, and. Go, just reflecting on the last four duels, you know, he had Gable against yeah. Minnesota, and Gable, I, I don't know if Cassiope wrestled his perfect match. He's still like, it's Gable's just too much, man. Gable, unfortunately, is the best we will see at heavyweight probably in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, we were impressed with guys like Kyle Snyder and Mako. Well, and Kyle Snyder was, up until then, probably the best in our lifetime as well. That we were, Like, they're probably a one, too. So, I mean, I don't see them getting much better than those two. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's and even, even got a stand, <coughs> you know, dominated Cassiope. Mm-hmm. Dominated him. And gets a standing ovation from Carver. Were you one of the people that stood no. and cheered? Well, I mean, yes. But I was cheering for Cassiope. And then I realized that they were cheering for Gable. And then I gave like three more claps and then I sat down. And then they kept going. And then I was like, alright, alright. Alright. <laughs> That's enough. I I don't mind that Iowa did that. I know I'm okay. There are some fans that were upset with that, but it's I would have much rather it been done somehow. I know it's nearly impossible somehow where Cassiope wasn't still walking off the mat with his sure. head down. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. Cassiope is a stud, and he will be a national champ next year. 
Yep. Paris <coughs> Paris and Gable are both. Well, I know Gable's gone. Paris is gone, too. Yes. Right? So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, he'll get his chance. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. Like, I, I would have been fine with it if it was somebody that wasn't right there with him. Well, and since then, Cassiope's just been dominating sure. as well. He, uh... I, in he my a, mind, his next match, he got a, a first period pin, um, and then won uh, against that Lucas Davison from Northwestern. Won seven seven three, but then again a pin today, and he was just completely he overwhelmed uh, Luffman. Yeah, in my mind, he still has a, a transition to make with his new body. You know, like he he has to use it more. Um, well, he needs angles, man. He's wrestling like a big, bit like all the other big heavyweights that are good. <coughs> he is better than that. He's he's one that he is basically a ninety-seven pounder with a lot more muscle. He needs to wrestle such like getting angles, controlling certain certain ties, and and not just keeping the straight head-on tie up and 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 trying to bowl people over. You're you're better than that. You know, yep. you're able to step out to the side, get single legs, move them, and guess what? Heavyweights will just fall because they can't keep up with that, and that and that is a level that he's got to like realize. Um, Telford will will show him the way a little bit as he goes, but uh, unfortunately, Telford was uh, kind of big bull of yeah, a heavyweight. I would definitely but. say, like even from the first match when he got when he got caught, like there was obvious, like it was obvious that he needed to figure out how to wrestle. Yeah, with with his new body, I I feel like he's definitely settling in. He, he's getting better. He he moved his feet. There was like two times where I saw him kind of do a little bit of a sidestep. But you don't. <clears throat> it, it's crazy. He can do. In in here. So here's the thing with a heavyweight. They have like big feet. You know, they are clunkier. You know, we, as like all you little fuckers like to say, they're boring and stuff. But it, an evolution of the heavyweight in general is ungodly to what they were 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. 20 years ago, 10 years ago, even. Um, the, there's just so much mass there. And a lot of it is fear. There's a confidence factor of, like, if I shoot and get under this guy, I will not get out. With him, as strong as he is, he should have a, a little bit more angle to where that's not a factor. That should always be the case. But he is strong enough to get out, though. He, he just needs to push himself mentally to go go ahead and push it. Just go, you know? And and because, like I used to always say when I, when I wrestled heavyweight, it was like, whoever made the least mistakes won, you know? You had to wrestle a lot smarter as heavyweight was my argument to like little people, you know. Yep. And and it's still true, but he is strong enough. He can he can make mistakes. He just needs to push that mental like confidence. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. He's definitely. I would say he's stronger, but he's he's lost. <coughs> you know, you can. You can appear pretty tough when you have another fifty pounds of when on top of someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that that is a thing. Like, like for instance, uh, the strongest two hundred and fifty pound lineman in football, the strongest two hundred fifty pound lineman, versus a decently strong, just your averagely strong three hundred pounder, 
guess what? The 300-pounder wins every time because they can't be moved, you know? Right, yep. And so that's why you need the angles. That's why you need to, you need to do a little bit more. So he probably is 20 pounds lighter, too. Even though he looks beefy and strong and the muscle does weigh more than fat and shit, but he probably is lighter, too. So Oh, he for sure is. Yeah, so he's he's got to get angles to like let the gravity take care of the rest you know what i'm saying yep so yeah it, it's tricky it's but he can do it and, and then there's also little things like he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to you know do sweeping singles or anything all he has to do is get out to the side do a little trip and then hurry up and get to the other side and let and then and then catch him as he yeah, falls and then shit quick, like that yeah he's and he's quick from yeah. like just get his guys off balance because he's super quick from yeah. the front head like yeah. he, the guys if he gets a guy on his on his fours and a front head like yeah. they're not stopping him yeah. at that at that point he's too he's too quick and too strong. Yeah, and 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 granted, even though I, I, you know, he can do straight up like high crotch. He's probably strong enough to do it. That's not exactly what you want to do. You want to set it up. But yeah, he's got. He's he's looking better and better every time though. Yep. So, um, I would say <coughs> overall, even though we're not really seeing our guys, and if you think about it too. We would have gotten, we would have shut out Northwestern and Illinois had we have gone with all of our starters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few starters that they haven't had either, though, too. But yeah, sure. Like we didn't see the Ryan Deacon. We would have skunked both. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) There's a strong possibility. There's a possibility at least. Deacon sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um. What else? Anything else to talk about? Well, what's our next one? <clears throat> we wrestle Wisconsin. Ohio State. Oh wait, oh yeah, Wisconsin's way so. Ohio State. When's that? Friday. Friday. Then Penn State next in two weeks. <laughs> so for Penn State, man, we're gonna have a huge crowd. Huge crowd. It's about freaking time, and it's almost upsetting how little of a crowds we've had. Like, we've had decent-sized crowd for Minnesota, I feel, but, or, yeah. And, but, for, for, for selling out yeah, every duel, like, selling out of season tickets, like, it's been, it's been pretty, not as bad as Iowa basketball, but no. it's been, it's been Did you see that, that crowd, though, at Northwestern? It was a joke. The crowd kind of... At Northwestern, how many people were there? Yeah, I don't know, maybe two thousand Iowa see, people and five hundred uh, Northwesterners. I think it. It looked like way more than Iowa than anything. Probably being in Illinois, they probably they sold one thousand one hundred thirty-three <laughs> tickets. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah, and that's probably their and that's sold. How many of those are, are season ticket holders oh, no, that never that, showed up? That was their attendance. That was their attendance oh, for the okay. duel. But they, uh, like, uh, yeah, and you know damn well that's probably one of their bigger crowds. I, that is I, their, probably their biggest Well, crowd in that case, there. I would say a 1,000 of them were Iowa. Oh, I would, at least more than half. Yeah. For sure. I, that, that, that's sad. That's sad. That's a good team, too. I know. I know. Going through the... Go- 
Like, Granted, that's Illinois, though. They're, like, afraid of everything in humans, you know? Yeah. But... It, but, like, assuming, like, even... I know Deacon didn't wrestle, but, like, even... Like, the 157 down, they're tough. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, that would suck to be a Northwestern fan, wouldn't it? Like, what the, unless you're, like... Is there any diehard wrestling Northwestern fans? Probably not. No, no. Maybe a couple. Nerds. I mean, but they have... They've had some really good kids, too. You know, they had Rivera. They had... Um, who was the, who was the uh, kid that St. John always wrestled? Certes. Oh, Welch. Welch. Oh, Welch. Yeah, Welch. He, he ended up being a national champion. Did, no, runner up. I thought the year after. Did, no. No. Wasn't Certes the younger Certes went there too? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Younger Certes, and he, but he was like he, Rivera. He was a national champ, too. wasn't he? Yeah, they. I mean, they're they're a. They don't always have all the same pe- all the pieces there at you know to be a like a, a dominant team. And they never but, will. No, they probably never will. But as far as like having standouts, they always have standouts. Sure, sure, and and that so yeah, thirteen hundred. That's even worse than I thought. Just by like looking at, them, I'm like, oh, there's got to be a left. Don't, don't give them credit. That much credit. That's pathetic. Yeah. And, like, we sit there and we're kind of talking shit on, like, how pathetic, not pathetic, but, like, how disappointing our crowds have been. Yeah. And. Well, it has per, been, you per, motherfuckers. Purdue, there's for, still 14,900 people there. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was the attendance for Purdue. What was Minnesota? Go to Minnesota. Oh, you know what? Nope, that's not real attendance. That's, that's how much tickets That's how many tickets are sold. That means every duel is sold out. So that's not physical attendance that's there. So this, yeah, that 1100 number at Penn State could be even lower. At Northwestern. Or at Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Like half those are probably people who didn't even show up as far as... And actually, those are probably even season ticket holders that sold theirs to Iowa people. Yeah. Yep, 100%. So what what was Minnesota's? Look that up real quick. Was that right there on the oh, same yeah, page? It's the same, same attendance as it says for Purdue. It just sold out. Yep. <laughs> okay, these fucking Iowa fans, show up, will you, douchers? Yeah, let's, get, let's get these numbers updated. Don't inflate those. We're Iowa. We don't need to do that. Yeah, that's uh, although that is kind of sweet, though, if we, like, when's the last time anybody's ever sold out every... Know. There's no way, unless like if you count like the bullshit that Kale. No, because they, I know some teams like Kale. He would split, at Iowa he, State he split, especially. Yeah, they'd split Hilton in half. It's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, that was dumb. Dumb. That was real <laughs> dumb, actually. When you figure that, like, how much money they could have. Who, so, how, how does dual. how does like the, the AD guy not yell at him for I, that? I remember the Iowa because it's because it's Kale Sanderson and he was a legacy. He's not a fucking legacy. But, he's a he's a black eye to him at this point, ain't he? Well, I'm talking about when he was. Yeah, sure. Now he is. Sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, like I remember, we went to the Iowa Iowa State duel, and it was sold out. And it was like we had to sit way up in nosebleed seats, and you're just looking, you see, you know, at least five, six, seven thousand empty seats on the other side of a curtain. Why the fuck aren't yeah. that open? Yeah. Stupid. Like, and what are they? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. I think he even did it at 
at Penn State. That or they went to like the field house or something so it could sound loud. <laughs> well, there was one time he they did try to beat Iowa a tense record. Aren't weren't, weren't they like second for a little bit? Or did they even beat us? They might have before we did the grapple on the gridiron. Yeah, well, and that's what that's what sparked the grapple on the gridiron because we set. I think we set the attendance record for the Iowa Penn State duel the year before, or two years before the grapple on the gridiron, and then and then we went to Penn State and they beat our record because we had added seats to yeah, Harvard to, yeah. to beat the record, our own record. Yeah, and then they beat it and. Uh, I know Brands told Barta after they set that record. They said, "If that record's ever beat, we're going to Kinnick." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then forty-five thousand bitches. I like Okie State. Then uh, they fucking go to a goddamn baseball field, and they're not even. Go- I bet they don't. I. I they're not even close. Think, I bet money. On do, it. do you think? I mean, this has got to be true, right? It's got to be. Then for, yes. For, for a, if it asks me, yes. For for a regular season. Winter sport and anything, basketball, wrestling, any winter sport. I mean, I you don't. I, I'm not counting like March Beer. March Madness oh. um, national championship basketball game because that's like that's that's done in front of that's stupid fifty sixty thousand fans. But just a regular season, it's got to be the most attended winter sport regular season event ever, right? There's there's what? no way the gr- grapple on the gridiron. Yeah. It's got to it's got to be an attendance record holder. 44,000. Yeah, there's no way a basketball team has ever sold 44,000 tickets to a basketball game in the regular um, season. Unless they went to an NBA some um you know, court somewhere. Yeah. I'm talking about college, but yeah. No, no but I mean if but they went to another venue. It never would have been sold out though, would have it? I don't know. I doubt it, but I would imagine there was something. <laughs> Basketball, like like if, if it was like a Duke versus I don't know Gonzaga at a bigger venue, maybe. That's NBA. I mean. Yeah. And I mean, the way they did it was just—I mean, I wouldn't say cheating, but they did everything, everything they possibly could to set that record, and it will never be touched well, again because it was right before a football game. Yeah, after you know the first time ever we started a season nine and zero, mm-hmm. and we're going into the a game against a rival. The only other way that would be broken if it was like Iowa Penn State football game. <clears throat> right after the Iowa Penn State wrestling duel at some other venue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only other way I can see it being broke. Yeah, I can't find any. I'm just typing world record and all that's coming up is NBA stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to pretend that we hold that record. <laughs> I don't know. I'm fine with that. And I, yeah, like I said, Okie State's not going to hit that number. No. At, at, at Houston, It'll be fun. Or is it Houston? What, where is it? Dallas? Dallas. Dallas, the baseball field. I looked at tickets. No, they were so expensive. Houston. Houston. They were why? so expensive. Why are they making it expensive? They should make that ship $5 and try to sell it out. I think it was like 107 bucks. I mean, I was a little late to the game, but and then to me, 
from where I was sitting, it, the, the mat would have been so far away. Like, I was like, this is... The, and then on top of that, you have to pay to fly down there and stuff, you know? And then even the Okie State people would have to fly to be down there. Granted, there is, like, a, you know, the Olympic wrestling team out there as well. But, you know, there's no way. Yeah. Well... Till next time. That's initiate contact. Your Chiefs for you. game on in 15 minutes, Gab. Oh, Andy boy. just at the right time. <laughs> well, go Hawks, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Go Hawks.